Welcome back to the Baking with Le Sèvres podcast. In episode one, we got a better understanding of the crackers market. In episode two, we'll get to grips with the sensory aspects of crackers. How would you define a really good cracker? What kind of taste are you looking for? How should it feel in your mouth? And what should the texture be like in your hand? When we eat food, we're constantly using our five senses to make an assessment and figure out whether or not we like it. But it's not always easy to express exactly which flavors or feelings we like and which we don't like. For the most part, we're using our intuition. But to make the perfect cracker, it's important to know precisely what consumers are looking for in terms of their sensory experience. And that means carefully identifying and analyzing sensory preferences in different markets around the world. There are three key factors to the sensory success of a cracker. First, there's the texture. Generally speaking, the desired texture is crispy, crumbly, and semi-hard. The second factor is the color. It should be neither too pale nor too dark. Finally, taste is the other crucial characteristic for crackers. Here, the objective is to achieve a neutral taste, but without being too bland. So, how does the SAF assess the sensory characteristics that are most valued in markets around the world? By organizing tasting panels on a daily basis. Expert panelists are trained by LeSaf to develop a keen sense of smell, sight, taste, touch, and hearing. Every day, around 600 product tests are carried out at LeSaf's sensory analysis laboratories in France, Argentina, China, Singapore, and Turkey, with testers identifying the subtle nuances of flavor and texture that can make or break a product. To find out more about how these tests work, let's talk to Camille Dupuis, head of sensory analysis at LeSaf. As well as testing around 25 products a day herself, she's in charge of recruiting panelists, organizing tests, and interpreting the results. Hi, Kemi. Hi, Rich. So we're here in the sensory lab of the headquarters of Le Safre in northern France. So can you tell me how you came to take on this role? Okay, it started something like 20 years in the past, and I uh, created the first panel in 2003. The, the very first panel was just on the baguette, basically, because it's a very typical French product. And after, we uh, trained the panel also on the pizza, on croissant, brioche, and sandwich breads. And finally, uh, last year, we decided to train them on the crackers. Okay, so why did it start? What was the reason for having... The first reason is that, you know, in a baking center, it happens every day that the bakers uh, bake the products and after the baking, they taste and the bus comes and we start tasting and say, okay, this one is the good one, it's the best one, Mm -hmm. right? And all the bakers, yeah, okay, this one is the best one. So it's not really fair, you know? So this is how it started. Because Because basically it was just the bakers deciding before. Yeah, the boss. (laughs) (laughs) That's the reason why I see the first one. So how does it work? What I can see in front of me is eight different booths with computers in each of them, right, and touch screens. How does it work? First, initially, we didn't have this computer, but the booth is, is a requirement for sensory analysis just to make sure that the people who come and attend the tastings are very concentrated and focused on the product. So everything in the sensory lab is so that they can concentrate on the product? Yeah, exactly. So I see the lighting, for instance. Can you describe the lighting? We decrease the lights because when it's too light, you see the people uh, speak louder and it's not the calm uh, atmosphere that we want for the tasting. So how do you recruit 
tasters? What, what are the necessary skills? Actually, you start from nothing. So this is not a real recruitment. But after that, they have a 20 hours training, which is quite long. They learn how to describe very precisely the products. And this is where they learn about the, what we call the parameters or the criteria. And each product, each bakery product, I mean, has specific descriptors or criteria. So it takes long because it's not just remembering some words. It's word plus definition plus reference. And after that, they need to learn how to score grades and intensity of a feeling, which also takes, I would say, maybe 10 hours on the 20 hours. Okay, of, so of the could training. you give us an example, maybe with crackers? Uh, when you train somebody to taste crackers, what do you tell them? Uh, what do you teach them? I think two or three words of the crackers lexicon. We have the crumbliness, we have the crispness, we have the witty flavors. And the witty flavor, for example, we present a crackers which is very, very uh, witty, and then a crackers which is not witty at all. And we, we teach them, okay, try to remember that this one is very witty. On the scale of 10 points, you will put a 10. And this one is not witty at all, so you would put a zero for the, the witty flavor. So this is how it uh, works. And about the texture, if I take the example of the crumbliness, the crumbliness is the, how the crackers makes crumbles mm -hmm. when you break it. Okay, uh, so, so what? So somebody would physically break the cracker to absolutely, test? Absolutely, yeah. Okay. And, and so what we uh, teach them is how many crumbs do you have after breaking the crackers. So no crumb, it's not crumbly. A lot of crumbs, small crumbs, it's very crumbly. But you want to try I would love to try, yeah. Okay, so you, you can take a seat and see. Okay, I'll, I'll take a seat in one of the booths. Okay, I will bring you the crackers. Perfect. Okay, okay. So, I'm, so I'm sitting in a booth, this, and this is how it really happens, is it, when people Absolutely. are testing? Absolutely, yeah. They are okay. just, you know, waiting for the product. So now you get crackers in front okay. of you. Okay, so this is how it happens. I would get one cracker at a time? Yeah, absolutely, okay. which is normally coded, animously coded. So let's say it's crackers number one. Okay, so, <laughs> so this, you is, can break this is it. a square cracker that yes. looks to me slightly golden. Okay, let's, okay. let's try it. I like it. Okay. <laughs> but I'm incapable of saying whether it's wheaty or... Well, to me, it doesn't taste very wheaty, but I guess that's where the training comes in, right? Absolutely. If, if I give you a list of terms, if I give you the, the wheaty, the fermented, the cheesy taste, yeah. uh, salty, Yeah, you're already sour. helping me, actually, because I can see it. It's not very fermented. It's got a slight cheesiness to it. So, yeah, just having those terms already helps me. Uh, I mean, the panelists not only have terms, but also definition and reference. But you see that's a already... By having just some terms, you just have to pick some terms and it makes it much easier. And so what would the panelist do then? The panelist eats the cracker or breaks the cracker in his hand or her hand, and then what, they give it a mark? Correct, yeah. Actually, we have two groups of panelists. So one group is dedicated for flavor only, so they just taste the product, they don't smell it, they just taste it and give a mark for all the items. So all the zero to ten, is that right? Absolutely, yeah. And they, the texture panelists, they follow the definitions, the handling of the products, so they break the products, and they so the crumbliness, the crispness. So, so can I try? So, so what would I do? Sure. I, just put my, I put my finger? No, so I just crack can, it yes. like that. Okay, so it's a few crumbs. Mm, it doesn't seem very much. crumbly to me, this cracker. Mm -hmm. So can you try it, taste it, and shoot very slowly. Okay. Taste the sound. Seems quite crunchy to me. Okay, is it long? How is it sound? It's 
not very hard. It's uh, For a cracker, I would say that's not very hard. Okay, so now we've seen how it works in the booths. What would you do with results from the tests? So after all people have given the marks, we can do the average by parameter, by crackers. And so we get a big, big data table and we are able to process all the data with our software, which is a specific software for sensory analysis. And I like your feedback with the crackers because you say, <laughs> okay, I like it. I think it's not very crusty, but I think, okay, for crackers. So depending on what the market expects and on the panelist description, we can say, okay, these crackers fits the market or not. Okay, so it's partly used for benchmarking, right? And then... The Sensory Lab could also be used to improve products for people yeah, exactly. to test the product improvements. As a tool to help decision of R&D, it's very common use of, of sensory analysis. Thank you, Kemi. It's been really interesting, and we've definitely seen how uh, all the senses can be involved in testing crackers and in making crackers better for different markets. It was my pleasure. Thank you for your attention, Rich. Thanks. Thank you, Kemi, for this super sensory experience. In the next and final episode of this series, we'll talk to Florent Gobert about the technical solutions that help shape crackers. Keep tuned for more exciting podcast experiences soon with Baking with Le Safre.